Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hilbert, and this is a podcast all about how to become the best version of you. Finding who you really are, improving yourself, feeding your soul, and exploring new ways to grow in each area of your life. jump in really quick before this episode starts. This is actually a post-recording editing Kelly, and I just want to apologize for how awkward it sounds in the beginning of this episode. I mentioned later, but I wanted to do this episode with very little notes and try and get used to that and do it as natural as I can. And it gets a lot better once you kind of get through the intro of this episode, but the get the beginning is just a little bit awkward, and so I just want to apologize. And please ask you to hang in there, because I promise this is a really good episode, and it gets a lot better. I went through and cut out as many filler words as I could in the beginning, but good lord, <laughs> this recording, Kelly, is just a little bit awkward, so please bear with me. Okay, thanks. All right, well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back to listen to another episode of This Is Your Life podcast. This is the second episode I'm releasing since coming back in 2022, which is super exciting and also really weird to say that we are in 2022. Uh, I did have someone reach out and say that they listened, they went back and listened to last year's kind of New Year's goal episode. I honestly, I don't even know what it's called. I probably should have written that down, but I didn't. But I'm going to link that again in the description of this episode. So in case you were kind of looking for some tips and tricks and uh, what I recommended as a great way to start off your new year correctly with some goals and resolutions and kind of how to combat that issue of feeling like you're stopping after a month or so, um, I'll link that below. So please do go listen to that after you finish listening to this episode. I also wanted to take a moment to just thank you guys for the response of um, me saying that I was coming back. That was super exciting. I had so many people reach out and just say that they were excited. And also people that I didn't even know listened to my podcast saying that they listened. And that in itself was just super exciting and just made me feel really loved. And honestly, it was really overwhelming. And I just, I wanted to say thank you. Um, I have one other thank you that I wanted to say in this episode because I forgot to do it in my last episode. If you didn't listen to last, well, not last week's, but you know, two weeks ago episode, um, I talked about basically where I've been over the past year, what's been going on, what went on in my life and why I was gone for so long. And I just kind of was talking about basically having a really rough year. Um, so again, go listen to that one. But I wanted to say thank you to a couple of specific people who are really just amazing and supportive over the last year and throughout 2021 specifically um, my mom, my sister, and my two best friends, Ben and Abby. You all were so helpful and so just emotionally supportive and making sure I was out doing things and letting me stay with you or live with you or move in with you or helping me move from state to state. And that was just amazing. And I seriously don't know what I would have done without the four of you. So I wanted to just do a shout out specifically to those to that. Um, I do want to mention really fast. I normally record when I'm by myself in my house, but one of my roommates is home. So I'm really hoping that you don't hear too much noise. Um, and I also, there are three dogs that live in this house. So 
I'm hoping that uh, I can either cut it out or you don't hear it too much, so I do apologize for anything like that. But let's get into this week's episode. So this week's episode is going to be talking about our comfort zones. So what is our comfort zone? When do we want to be inside our comfort zone? When do we want to be outside of our comfort zone? How it helps us, how it hurts us, and basically just the idea around, um, I feel like everyone's kind of heard the life begins outside your comfort zone or you can't make progress unless you're outside of it. Our comfort zone is bad. Our comfort zone is good. We hear conflicting um, kind of opinions about it a lot. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about that and really break down the barrier of how we feel about it. So I want to start off with where did our comfort zone come from? Where did that term come from? And what does it mean? So it was coined by Judith Barwick in the 90s. And it was defined as a behavioral state within which a person operates at an anxiety neutral condition using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance usually without a sense of risk so i'm going to break down that into little points and we'll kind of talk about what that is because i realized that that was a lot of information in one sentence so basically our comfort zone there we are operating in an anxiety neutral condition so basically it just means that we're mostly stress-free. We still have our everyday stressors, but there's nothing crazy that's happening. There's nothing new that's happening inside of this zone. We are cozy, we're warm, we're comfy, we're safe. Basically, we feel at home. This is our home state, baseline, everyday life operates. We can operate within our comfort zone. We are also in the, while we're in this zone, we use a limited set of behaviors. So again, we're functioning at a base level and these are behaviors that we're using that we can rely on. They're tried and true, ones that we can trust. And I like to think of it as operating on autopilot. So we are able to go pick up our kids from gymnastics. We're able to take our dogs on a walk. We can go on that three mile run at the forest reserve that we do once a week. We can cook dinner. We can go to the grocery store. We're able to do these behaviors that we do every single day that aren't super exciting. Um, You know, it doesn't mean that we don't enjoy the dinner that we're cooking or we don't enjoy doing these activities or doing these things, but it's not something that we necessarily really need to think about. And we're fairly certain that it's not going to spike any stress. It's not going to spike any anxiety while we do them. And because of this, we're able to deliver a steady level of performance. So we're able to perform at a consistent base level. We're able to do our jobs, parent our children, or parent our dogs even. But we're not going to be winning the Dog Mom of the Year award, right? We're not operating at a stellar level. We're operating at a passable level. Here, we're receiving a C, whereas we want to be receiving an A++++. And this is kind of when we start to see more of a plateau in our lives. And the problem is that this is when we tend to get angsty. We tend to get antsy. We're seeing the same routine of life. We're getting bored. It's it's when you see people start to feel like, oh, I need to do something new. Or when we hear about having a midlife crisis, this is kind of where that can come from is we're doing the same things. We're doing our job that we do every single day. We're basically following a pattern and following that same routine that can get a little boring. And it's not that you're not able to function. So I feel like sometimes people talk about our comfort zone as, oh, it's when you're laying in bed watching a movie or you're taking a bath or you're doing this or that and that it's not you're not being productive. That's not necessarily the case. We can still be productive inside of our comfort zone. It's just not that we're we're not functioning in a way that pushes you through your life or that pushes your goals forward. You're not being pushed. You are just kind of um, moving through our consistent pattern at that base level. 
And this is where we start to see that um, cease in growth and we're not making progress. And think about it. That's that's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast. It's because we want to continue on that path of who do we want to be and what life are we looking to live? So how do we do that? How do we move outside of that zone without spiking our anxiety or spiking that stress? For me, that first step is accepting that when you step outside of that comfort zone, when you move forward and do something that you're not necessarily comfortable with, it is going to be uncomfortable. Hence, comfort zone. If you are not able to accept that, there is going to be no progress. Without it, you're going to feel very stressed, very anxious. You're going to be thinking, I'm out of my element. I don't belong here. You might even feel that imposter syndrome. Um, And if you're not sure what that is, basically imposter syndrome tells us that we don't believe we are good enough for what we are doing. So maybe you are running your first marathon. Maybe you just got your first job as a photographer and you get there and you're like, I'm not good enough for this. I can't do this. I'm not a real photographer or I'm not a real runner. All of those thoughts are making us feel like an imposter. So we're going to get that imposter syndrome if we're moving too far out of our comfort zone or we're not accepting, hey, I'm going to feel a little nervous when I do this. Hey, when I go to this run, I know that I might feel a little anxious, but I can handle it. If we don't accept that and remind ourselves of it, um, we're not going to be able to make progress and we're not going to be able to actually move forward with our goals. And we see this a lot of being told that when we move outside of this comfort zone, that we need to, quote, take the plunge. And I honestly don't really like this term. You can think of if it comes across positive to you, then it might be helpful. But for me, it just feels like we're saying, hey, you need to really just go for it. Go so far out your comfort zone that you have no idea what's going on. And that's where I feel like the key is. You do not need to throw yourself 10 feet outside your comfort zone where you can no longer see the line, everything feels foreign, things are fuzzy, you don't know anyone around you, you don't know what you're doing. That is completely unnecessary. The key to for it to me, the key to me is making sure that you are taking baby steps. You do not need to be making leaps and bounds and full force moving forward in a way that doesn't help you. You can move six inches outside of your comfort zone, be slightly uncomfortable, have a little bit of anxiety and still make progress because this is a level that we can push past, that we can accept, that still allows us to promote growth. This is our optimal space that we want to be in. And this space has actually been studied. It is called the Yerkes Dodson Law. So the Yerkes Dodson Law was a study that was done, and it basically studied the relationship between pressure or stress and our performance. And it basically said that as our performance increases, our stress increases to a certain point, and then basically down from there. So at a certain point, we're able to reach that peak of a little bit of stress, but our performance is up, we're making a little bit of progress, and then anything after that just increases stress and decreases our performance. And it follows a bell curve. So for those of you who don't know, that basically means it follows on a graph a shape that looks exactly like a bell. Um, So at that bottom base, you are starting at a base level of performance, that everyday kind of space, as well as that anxiety that's pretty neutral, pretty low. We're not making much progress, but we're able to function. And then as we move up the bell, we're gonna hit the very top. Our 
stress is increasing, our performance is increasing, we're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, but we're doing something new, we hit that point, and then after that, it goes back down the bell. And basically, that's when our stress keeps increasing, keeps increasing, we're feeling really uncomfortable, we don't really know what's going on, and we're not performing because our stress is taking over our mind. The way to combat this again, that optimal space, is to be making little baby steps. So for example, let's say that talking to people in large groups, aka public speaking, is something that really scares you. And for me, that is exactly that. (laughs) I hate public speaking, which you might find actually funny because um, I have a podcast where I talk to people, but the fact that you can't see me live, I swear, makes the biggest world of difference. Um, So let's say that talking in Talking to people in large groups is something that is a big fear for you, but maybe you got asked to give a speech at a conference or do something like that for your job. And you want to be able to do this because you want to be able to make progress. You know, this is going to help you. You know that maybe this now or in the future could help with um, a job promotion that you're looking for and that you're looking for. How, where do we start with that? For me, it's taking baby steps. So again, change the setting, change the amount of people, change your situation to fit your level of comfortability. So this could mean start with giving a speech to your best friend, to your spouse, to your coworker. Start there. Then as you move on, add more people in. Start in a small space with a small amount of people until you feel comfortable. And from there, we can move and grow and grow that space. Similar to starting off at a job. You don't start a job at a senior level. You start a job at an entry level and you move to that mid-level and you move to that senior level. Your projects get increased. You're doing more work. You're doing more intense work. It's the same thing. Life is meant to be taken in baby steps. So take those baby steps. Do yourself a favor and start at a smaller amount of stress and move up from there and find that optimal space. While I was doing research for this podcast, I was reading an article in the Harvard Business Review, and it was by Andy Malinsky, and he is a professor of organizational behavior and international management at Brandeis University. I feel like I need to throw that out there just to um, express who this is. Uh, But Andy was talking about his experience actually in a public speaking class that he was getting for his master's. And he said that every single class, they had to give a speech, um, they would make notes for it, and then they had to stand up and you know give their speech to the class. He said that on the third or fourth class, the teachers told them that they could no longer use notes for their speeches. So at the, right when they would stand up to give their speech, they had to turn in their notes and give it without it. He said that this was horrifying. And honestly, it sounds terrifying. This is one of my biggest fears is having to give a speech with no notes. Um, and he said that Everyone was freaking out. They're all a little nervous. He was like, I don't know if I can do this. Stands up, turns in his notes. And he was like, it it was magical because it, it really did work. And you could tell as they went along, as they gave speeches after class, after class, after class of not using their notes, their, their speeches just became more natural. They knew the material better. They felt more comfortable in front of the class. And that was really the push that they needed. But they didn't start off that way. The first couple classes, they were giving their speeches with notes. And that was to get them more comfortable, to get them used to that feeling of talking in general in front of a group, and then removing another element, and then removing another element, and not 
spiking their anxiety right away, but taking those little steps. For example, um, I normally actually write a script for this podcast. It's pretty word for word. um, And it's really just so that I don't use too many filler words and that I say everything that I want to say, especially if there's certain sentences that I come up with that I really want to point out when I first start this specific episode. I hope that you haven't actually noticed, but if you did notice, there are some more filler words. That is because I reduced my notes down to basically bullet points and reminders, um, which is for me really stepping outside of my comfort zone. So I'm hoping that it wasn't too noticeful, but I wanted people to do something to kind of show myself making progress to you guys and show that it is possible. I will say that I'm still uh, slightly nervous and was very scared going into this. This is actually my third time attempting to record this episode because I just I just kept messing it up and feeling uncomfortable, but I took a break, came back to it, and I'm feeling a lot better this time. I still might go through and edit some audio and remove some filler words so this episode sounds a little bit more coherent, but it it honestly, it worked and I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with it. And I hope to continue this so that I can continue to make progress in this area of my life. And I will update you guys throughout episodes later and let you know how that's going for me. But let's talk about really quick, when do we want to utilize our comfort zone and when do we not want to utilize our comfort zone? So when is it time to be inside of that comfort zone and when is it not time? Uh, When is it appropriate? When is it needed? Are we in the correct mindset or is it time to take a step back and kind of relax and recharge and feel that comfy, warm feeling? I like to think of our comfort zone as, or stepping outside of our comfort zone as going to a party. So I'm going to use this kind of party analogy for a little bit. So let's say that you're going to a party. All your friends and family are going to be there. Maybe it's someone's birthday. Maybe it's a holiday. There's going to be food and drinks and there's kids running around everywhere. I don't know. Maybe there's a bouncy house outside and cupcakes and alcohol if that's your thing it's going to be a lot of fun but also it takes a lot of social energy to go to a party it's going to take energy to talk to your friends maybe talk to your friends spouses their kids your aunt who you haven't seen in three months it's going to take energy to make brownies to find the right outfit you know we're going to be taking family photos or the photo booth if you're that bougie (laughs) but it's time and energy and it's brain power to be in that right mindset after all of that after hours of hanging out with family hanging out with friends you helped grandma clean up and do all the dishes and pick up all the disposable cups everywhere after all of that it's time to go home pour a glass of wine start a bath add a bath bomb the key is finding that balance And our goals and progress follow this similar pattern. It takes time and energy and brain power to be in the right mindset to complete our goals, to go out and run four miles instead of three, to go to an art class that you wanted to start taking, to you've been working towards for a while. It takes a lot of energy to do those things and we can't always be in that mindset. It is not always time to be working towards making progress. Sometimes it's time to open your freezer, put a in your kitchen, make it that, and have that for dinner. (laughs) That was a terrible sentence, but you know what I mean. Sometimes it's time to eat the mac and cheese that came from a box, and sometimes it's time to 
make Alfredo sauce from scratch and make pasta. There are different times for that. And it comes down to our mindset, our energy levels, and what's been going on in our lives. We are able to function and complete our everyday tasks while in our comfort zone. And sometimes that is what we need. But there are other times when we've been following that pattern for a while that it's time to move out of it and follow those goals and make that progress. Our comfort zone is not a bad thing and it's not a bad place. I think a lot of times we hear that our comfort zone is basically kind of demonized. It's We're being told that we can't make progress and that we are not going to be the person we want to be if we ever stay inside our comfort zone or we won't make friends if we're inside our comfort zone or we won't find the love of our life if we're inside our comfort zone. We won't become the person we want to be. That's not necessarily true. We can do a lot of things inside our comfort zone, but it's recognizing when is it time to be inside of it and when is it not. It is too high of an expectation to expect yourself to always be outside of your comfort zone, but it's also too low of an expectation to expect yourself to remain inside of your comfort zone all the time. The key to it all, and I say this in almost episode, almost every episode about what we're talking about, is finding the balance. What are things that you can kind of ask yourself to see if it's time? Do I have the energy? Is there something that I'm working towards that I can do right now? Am I exhausted? Am I feeling energized? Am I feeling amped up? Am I excited about what I'm doing? Am I prepared? I want to end this episode off with a quote by Andy Malinsky in his article, When to Stay Inside Your Comfort Zone in the Harvard Business Review. He said, comfort zones are hard to leave and for good reason. They're often places where we feel most secure and natural and sometimes they're where we can do our best and most fulfilling work. But don't confuse bravery with sensibility. Stretching your comfort zone when you're not ready or don't need to can add more stress than skill. I want to thank you so much for coming back and listening to this week's episode. I hope that you were able to get a little bit of a new perspective on your comfort zone, not necessarily feeling like you have to constantly push yourself outside or stay inside of it 24-7 and finding that balance. That was kind of my goal going into this. I hope you are also going to go check out my Facebook page. I post a lot more resources there for you, as well as you kind of get to know me as your host separately. Um, So not just what you're hearing here, but also more affirmations, more about my life, um, more inspirational quotes each day. And I do post fairly consistently on there as well. And you can also kind of give me an idea of what you want to see more as content and interact with me more over there. I'm going to have sources for this episode linked in the description below, as well as I have created for you all a Spotify playlist of just some more inspiring, upbeat um, music so that you can listen to something outside of this podcast while you're waiting for the next episode to release. And I'm actually really excited about this because I have been listening to this playlist on repeat since I started creating it. So I'll have that linked and then my goal is to kind of update that once a month. Um, But thank you so much again for coming and I will see you in my next episode. Bye. this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed and were able to see a different side of things. 
please, please, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and go like and follow my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash this is your life podcast. There I post more resources and updates on episodes, as well as overall encouraging content. If you have any suggestions or requests for episode topics, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, this is your life.